Hello and welcome to Holly's Hotspurs, where I, your host, Holly Agambar, will be talking all the latest news and gossip, along with a few heated opinions on the club we all love, Tottenham Hotspur. Now you can watch this unfold live with me and my guests over on YouTube at my channel, Holly Agambar. But for now, let's sit back and discuss what has been happening at Tottenham. Hopefully, we've been living lavish. Hello and welcome to another episode of Holly Swatsworth Live, where today we'll actually be discussing two things, of a matter of fact, because there were two events that did happen at the weekend. One of those is obviously the Enic protest, but the other one is actually where we actually got a win. It's a madness. Um, and with me tonight to kind of dissect everything that kind of happened over the weekend, I have Stel. Stel, how are you today on this fine Monday evening? Um, mixed, very mixed. Um we we uh, we had the protest, which was a bit of a disappointment. Then I came home and I was super happy to see Chelsea lose the cup final. Then I was mm-hmm. super sad to see how the winners, chairman and manager, how close and tight they are and ours aren't. Then I was happy again on Sunday because um, we won a game of football. And then today a few comments were made and I thought, OK, um, I'm up and down this week. It's literally a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, yeah. Tottenham have played, and it is normally a roller coaster watching Spurs. But the whole weekend has been up and down, all over the place. Um, so thanks again for joining me tonight, Stella. And we're also joined by Abby Summers. Abby, how are you today on this fine Monday once again? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I've had a stress a stress free weekend actually. Um, told you I've been taking a bit of time off of Twitter, so it's always good when I'm actually not on it. Um, and obviously Spurs win, so I had, I had a nice. Nice weekend out of all the drama, which I've heard about. Not going to lie, Abby, I do envy you. Not going to lie. Um, <laughs> but nevertheless, obviously, the protest happened on the Saturday. So I think we should just crack on and start with that one first. So obviously, me and Stel were both there. Abby couldn't make it, which is fine, which is cool. And like I said, there's um, the protest for me. I thought I turned up for one cause only, and that was to make my voice heard. Now, there's been a few comments today that obviously some people were doing it in the wrong kind of manner. And that was kind of taken to the effect, in my eyes, that it was more of a, I don't know how to well word this, more in a way that I saw as a dig at those that actually went for the right reasons. So, Stel, I'll come to you because obviously you were there also. So if you could just paint the picture for people that weren't there or have necessarily heard the rumours or the things that have been going around on Twitter today. Yes, so when I got there, I, was, I got there about quarter to 12. The protest was starting at 12. Um, there wasn't a lot of people there, maybe about 20-odd people, 30-odd people. And I thought, oh, no, we're not going to get a good turnout. Um, it slowly, slowly grew. And in the end, by about half 12, I'd say there was between six to 700 people there max. Um, there was, across the road from the stadium, there were loads of big banners that were put up on the railings, which was good to see because that's what a protest should be like. Um, And then there was some smoke flares going off in the colours of Tottenham, which is absolutely fine in my opinion as well. Uh, Police were there talking to the fans, actually joking with the fans and having friendly conversation, which is positive. Uh, Sky Sports interviewed a few of us, two of them were you and I. Um, And then there was a very small section of about 40 to 50 younger fans who were drunk, they were jumping up and down. They did sing some stupid songs, which they shouldn't be singing. They were singing some songs that had Tottenham relative words, but not reflective of the protest. And there were some homeless people, as you do, who were awoken by the uh, protest and kind of jumped up and thought, hey, party. And they were <laughs> drunk themselves and they got involved. So that side of things was a bit, you know, sad and it was disappointing. But the majority of fans were there were good fans, like you and I. And there was quite a few fans that travelled from distance. I know Bob Spur came from Nottingham. You came from Southampton. So all in all, it was a positive protest, but by nowhere near what we needed or what I expected. So on that side of things, it was a disappointment. Mm. And that's the thing. I think... From it all, I was disappointed. Obviously, I was going to turn up regardless if I lived at the other end of the country as well. I think for me, it was I wanted my voice to be heard because I talk about them every week and I hate talking about them because at the end of the day, I just get bored talking about it because we all know that this club should be doing better and it's not on the pitch. Um, But going off of that, obviously, I don't particularly want to call out the people that done it, but I think a lot of people kind of know what this was about on this kind of podcast. And like you said, I think... 
a lot of people have seen a lot of bad things on Twitter and I think Twitter is, is a toxic place as it is. But I just wish that our kind of views were put across, which is why I've kind of put this together. Now, Abby, I know you weren't there and I know you've kind of been off Twitter, so this, this question might be a bit pointless. Um, but for you, how did you kind of see the protest from someone that didn't necessarily go? Um, well, firstly, the reason I didn't go was because well, I had I had a hen weekend basically, so I couldn't I couldn't not go to the hen. So that's why I didn't go. Otherwise, that's, I why, that's why you're happy. You've had a good party. <laughs> I've had a great weekend. I told you, I feel fresh. <laughs> I feel fresh. Um, no, look, I am very much. Everyone knows my stance when it comes to Enoch. I've been beating the Enoch out drum for four or five years now. You know, when people were criticising me or my views on them and saying what you're talking about and I, I could see it was just going one way um but I took a hit it is what it is that was my opinion and I think like we said earlier like you're always going to get on Twitter people not like your opinion that's that people want to create controversy they want to make it a toxic place I think sometimes you just got to rise above it and ignore it I think that with a topic like this on something that we're all on board with now finally majority of people are on board with I think that we shouldn't really be dividing each other on it. I think that it's all in our best interest. The club is in all of our interests. If people want to go to a protest, back the people that are going to the protest because we all majority majority feel the same way now about how the club is run, the direction of the club. We are directionless at this moment in time. And I think that any platform, I think any podcast channel should be behind that movement, you know, protesting. And I think I said to Stel um, off of here the other day um, on WhatsApp that I think if it would have been a match day, I think the turnout would have been bigger. Um, and I think obviously Villa was supposed to be on the Saturday originally and they, then they moved it, didn't they? As far as I'm aware for TV, I think they moved yeah. it to the Wednesday. Um, so I think that if it had been on a match day, I think you, I think it would have been a bigger turnout. Um, but, um, you know, people, I think a lot of people want their voice to be heard, but then when it comes to it, they might not just want to go on their weekend there. But if they're going there for an actual reason... I, I think that against Villa, I would I would have imagined if they would have planned this to be at Villa, whether it be Wednesday night, I think your turnout would have been bigger and we would have seen more effectiveness. So I still think, look, six, seven hundred people is still quite a lot of people to get behind a protest. Sometimes you, in the past, when the whole Super League thing was going, there was literally like 20 people down there. And then you look across the road at Arsenal and there was hundreds of people there. So I think that any turnout is a step in the right direction in terms of what we want to achieve. I just think people should be supporting everyone on the cause because it's all it's in all of our interests we all want to see the club do well we want to rebuild what we've obviously lost over the last five years or so so um yeah it's just unfortunate that you guys got some got some backlash for it and um like i said i wasn't there i haven't really seen anything on twitter i've been pretty much off it for like the last three weeks bar coming on things like this so i don't really know what's gone on but i just think that if you support a cause back it don't don't let anyone tell you otherwise yeah, exactly. And and I think what you're saying there about obviously the Villa game being moved, I, I think you are right in the respect because, like I say, people would be more out of their way to go to the protest because they know that the players will be arriving. They know this and that and the other. And we obviously we saw from Manchester United, we know there were some silly fans, shall we say, or not a majority because a majority were like us. Majority were going there because of the cause. But you're always going to get some people that are going to take it the wrong way because they know that something's going on and it would be the case of let's just have a bit of fun. And that's not the way things should be done. But we saw, obviously, in that game against Manchester United and Liverpool that the game did get called off. Now, that is when things happen in the sense that the media will be like, well, we haven't got money for the, the TV rights. Obviously, that game didn't get played, so people weren't watching the game. They had to put up with the coverage of the, the pundits. So in that kind of sense, I do see that. But I also see the fact that those people, even though there was only, say, 600 of us that actually turned up, that wasn't on a match day. So still, from there, do you think hopefully the Villa game is the time that we will see more fans going? Because like Abby said, there's going to be actual fans at that ground. Do you think that's going to be the time that we'll actually see some a bit more momentum? Because that's the main thing at the end of the day. We need to keep this momentum going. Number one, the fans that are going to the game, they're going to the game. They're, they're not leaving out any account because they've paid 60 quid to go and watch us play a pointless game against Villa. So uh, why are they going to protest? Um, if you want to protest, you just go to the stadium on the day. Like, I will be there. We are Tottenham TV are going to be there. We're going to protest. We're not going to watch the game. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there was a game yesterday and 50 fans protested. 50. 
Um, I think it all comes down to what happens with the Spurs supporters' trust. They've agreed to have a meeting with the board, which I disagree with. They've gone against what they've said. They're backtracking. Slowly, slowly, they're going to capitulate and they're going to end up coming up with this uh, mediocre, agreed way forward, which isn't going to happen. I don't trust Daniel Levy or Joe Lewis one bit with what, with what they say to the fans regarding the footballing side of things. That's my opinion. Um, but they've got a meeting with, with, with the board, uh, which is tomorrow, the day before the protest that's planned. And the planned protest on Wednesday is being planned by the Spurs Supporters Trust. So it's their protest that they arranged. If they agree something with the board, then why, why are they going to go ahead with the protest? If they don't agree with... Listen, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they've been instructed by the bodies that they are speaking to. You should go to that meeting, hear what they say. Maybe it's part of the process that the, that the Spurs Supporters Trust are going through. But whatever happens in that meeting will decide what the protest looks like the next day. But I, I, I do you know what, Holly? After Saturday, I've, I've realised one thing. Every single Spurs fan is on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, podcasts, all saying the same thing. They want better recruitment, more investment, a manager that's backed, get rid of the debt. Everyone says the same. Every Spurs fan says the same thing. The difference is we went to that protest because we're trying to fight to make that happen. What is everyone else doing about it? Show. I said this on a podcast earlier. Show me another way of how we force through changes that we want to see, um, that we all agree on. Show me another way because it's all good, fans, criticising us for going to the protest, but those same fans on their channels complain about the same things that we do. So you're, you're whinging and moaning and bitching. What are you doing about it? Don't, don't tell me what the problems are. I know what the problems are. Tell me what we're going to do about it. Don't tell me what not to do about it, wearing a clown mask of Levy, going to a protest. What do we do then? And, and that's where I got my back up against the wall with them. No, I, I 100% back you on that stance because, like we keep saying, every channel that even I go on, you go on. Like Abby, you've probably been on the same channels and spoken about the same topic. We even no, talk about Kane chat. leaving. Or, exactly, chat. we talk about Kane leaving or we talk about anything, we talk about this. But where were those? I know lots of people have their reasons and things and it's fair enough. But what I'm trying to say is it's the first of many. And the thing that's just annoyed me, like you said, those few people that made it look sour... For then people to then treat treat it out like I think it's what um, Ed said here. Unfortunately, those people that that obviously sung those silly songs and things like that, it's going to put a bad name on it. But we're not all like that, and that's the thing that that really ticked me off. I mean, mm. you obviously mentioned this there. What's the other way we could do it? I mean, people have said don't buy the merchandise, but Abby, if we don't buy the merchandise, we know full well that somebody else worldwide will go huh? in and buy it anyway. So yeah. for you, Abby, like, what what do you make on it? Like, how can we? How can we move forward if it's not protest? <laughs> it's but look, it's very, very difficult. And I think I, I was on Stell's pod last week and I said when it comes to merchandise, if you're buying a shirt, actually the majority of it goes back to Nike. It doesn't actually go back to Spurs. So, you know, it's a small proportion. Nike take a lot of that money. Um, look, I think that you should protest if you've got something to say. I think that it's very difficult when it's a footballing subject because at the end of the day you've got a chairman who is also part owner of the club you've got an owner who would love to sell the club but his valuation is too high for the state that the club is in especially in the economic climate at the minute so we can protest all we like and this is not to say it's going to fall on deaf ears i think we should absolutely do it it's the only way you know we as fans can get our point across there's but, breaking news on sky sports sorry oh Harry, hey. the Harry, hayes came wants to go yeah, so of course he, of course he wants to go, and this is why I think for Wednesday, you know, seeing that mm. is just reiterating. It's nothing that we all didn't know, but for Wednesday, mm. come out on Wednesday. There are fans going, and I know Stell says, "Well, if you're going and you pay for it, that's not true." Because we've all, look, we've all got to renew our season tickets. So, like it or not, you're going to renew season tickets. So that is what it is, and it's difficult to sometimes differentiate. You're supporting the club and then supporting Daniel Levy and that, but effectively, one day Daniel Levy and Joe Enoch and, and Joe Lewis won't be there. Your club is who you support and you have to pay the season tickets, whether we like the extortionate prices or not, because we support the club. And unfortunately, that is just the endless, awful cycle of football. You know, it's putting money in their pockets and there is nothing we can do about it because we love the club. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what else there is to do other than 
you now, know, pro protesting. I don't, I don't know what else there possibly is to do. Now, but whether or not now, it changes, I don't know. Sorry, now there'll be a big protest. Well, there should this, be. This is what we needed. We needed. Do you know? Earlier on today, I'm, I'm, I'm really trying hard to control myself on this one because I lost it on the other one. Right? I was saying for for a year, I've been calling out. And I'll say their names, the last word on Spurs, the Cheese Room podcast, the Chris Cowlins, the ex all the big so-called channels. I've said, please start talking about Levy and Enoch. Please start talking and having an honest conversation as fans. And let's mobilise, whether it's a petition, whether it's a protest, whether it's let's all come together with a plan, get as many signatures as possible and present it and let the media know what we're doing. Just start making the situation a bit untenable for them, right? Because what I didn't mm -hmm. want is what's happened now for us to end up in the complete shit where it's mm -hmm. gonna take 10 years to recover for us to then wake up and say, my God, what the what have the owners done? I don't want us to get to that stage. Look at Arsenal. They're much bigger than us, successful. They've gone from being super to absolute mediocre. Anywhere you look at it, they're a joke now. We are going that way. We're very, very close to it. And I don't want us to head down in that direction because. I don't think we recover easily from it, Holly or Abby. I don't think yeah. Harry Kane goes, okay. you bet we're not getting the top replacement. No, of course not. Look, look, Harry Kane is going. Harry Kane has got was uh, that's why I'm not even surprised He's by it. Harry Kane's gone. gone. And the, the thing is, I knew that it was those three clubs. I knew it was those three clubs. And my thing is, I I just feel that even Daniel Levy can't sink that low for it to be Chelsea. And I just think that if, <laughs> if careful. If he was to go to Chelsea, and I'm sure he won't, I firmly believe it'll be one of the two Manchester clubs, and I think that Haaland will potentially play a part in which one he ends up going to. I think that if by chance he went to Chelsea, I think it would be like the Tottenham riots all over again. I think that that is just something I don't think that they could... I don't think we could come back from it as fans. I don't think we could possibly... Um, and I don't think that the board could recover from from doing something like that. It's very different in the past, you know, a Berbatov to United, a Carrick, this and that. But when you sell someone like Harry Kane, and I, and I don't believe that Harry Kane wants to go to Chelsea personally out of the options. I think that he would have respect enough for the fans to not do that um, with the other two options that are clearly on the table. But if he did go to Chelsea, I think that there would be such outrage. I don't even think that a protest would be enough to get the point across and i hope, look, I hope uh, it doesn't get to that point i really can i, really can I, ask, you, can I ask you a question if man united and man city come in with a 120 million pound bid and they don't budge on that they go maybe to 130 but chelsea slapped down a 200 million pound offer do you think levy's turning that down or not and i'm, I'm not i I'm don't not i know it. i don't i don't i don't think, think i don't think he's turning it down but i would mm. hope and i That's of course i don't want to see him go i've accepted he was he's going ages ago so i'm not even remotely Shocked by it. Am I bothered? Yes, very much so. Um, and yeah, if Ch I don't believe Chelsea are going to pay 200 million for Harry Kane. I don't. I think they'll be, like you said, 120, 130, maybe 150 at a push from one of those. Um, and I do think it will, I think he'll end up at United personally. I can't handle him being at United. I'd rather him be at City out of all three of fours. I could handle yeah. Liverpool. I could handle mm. Liverpool. Just oh, about. Dear God, dear God, with their fans, no fans. Oh my! Uh, I, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't have a big hate towards Liverpool as such. I don't, I don't. Whereas Chelsea and Arsenal, they're the arch rivals, always will be. Man United, I've never been happy since the whole Berbatov and Michael Carrick episode. Mm. Um, City, the one, Liverpool, the I, I can handle it. I really hope this just doesn't drag on all summer. That's my biggest fear. Of course, it so will. This, so that this is my this is my biggest thing. So we're gonna track this on all summer, get the money last minute and do what with it. You're you're so, human son now. You're human son, your number one assist uh partner up front. Uh you, you haven't signed a new contract. What do you think? Listen, don't be surprised if Sun goes in this window as well. I don't think he will, but enough, I wouldn't put it off the table. I don't disagree. He's got one year left for his contract. Are we going to keep him at the club? <laughs> Holly, Holly just can't cope. Holly's like, I really want to kill him. I can't have a meltdown. Woosah, woosah, woosah. Look, you've got to think about it this way. We need, <laughs> need we need, we need, a rebuild. Obviously, we'd like it to not come at the cost of Harry Kane. Um, we're going to have a new... It's going to be a... Con come August, well, hopefully come sooner than August, but we will see a whole different 
look Tottenham. It'll be Caneless. It'll be a new manager. God knows who's going out the door. God knows who's coming in. I have got no idea how this summer is going to pan out. But not clear. Not clear. I don't know what direction this club is going in. So... I'll answer that. I've been, I've been calling it for months. I, I, I said what will happen. We're, we're not going to get the manager people on. It will be a Graham Potter, a Scotty Parker, and an Eddie Howe type. Yeah. We're not going to we're not going to invest the money people think we are. We're going to buy a decent centre back and probably some kind of striker, maybe a, a Danny Ings esque level. That's it. All the deadwood is not going to shift out. One or two will go. It will be the same as this season, but worse. Okay. That's exactly what's coming. That's why we well, need to start these protests and, and, and force some changes because it's going to get a lot worse. But people don't want to accept it. I reckon I reckon Wednesday will be very, very busy down Tottenham High Road now. Oh, poor Holly. <laughs> poor Holly. It's gone. Holly, do you want a mask? I've got a spare one. <laughs> oh, mate. I totally agree with you, by the yeah, way. I've got one. The- I need it, man. I just... I think it's going to be a Scott Parker appointment i've just got is. this feeling which look, i love scotty parker do i want him to be the manager of my club not particularly he's but... not ready for it he's not ready for it <laughs> just a night of shambles in it like the trouble is if you know when Poch said it was a painful rebuild i didn't imagine it'd be this bad like come on it's only, it's only gonna get worse that... it's gonna get worse eh? it, oh, no. it, it, it wasn't it wasn't holly at the time it yeah. wasn't this painful we've just lost Agreed. two years of the rebuild so now instead of being two years into the rebuild, which would have taken three or four years, we now need five. Yeah. And we're going to lose Kane and so well, in fairness, the rebuild actually should have started that season we were supposed to leave Wembley, so the end of the 2018 season. That's actually when the rebuild should have happened. And I was calling for it. And I said, you know, you've got to back Pochettino, give him what he wants, get what he wants, get the deadwood out. And then it didn't happen. Then somehow by a miracle, we got to that Champions League final and then again, papered over the cracks. And he thought, you know, don't have to invest here particularly because we've got that. And then obviously all hell broke loose and he sat potch and everything's just been completely a downward spiral from that point. So if they would have, like I always say, Tottenham's biggest problem is that they are reactive and not proactive. And that is how they've been with every manager. Going back to even Martin Yole, as far as I can remember back and probably further than that. So unless they change their stance on being proactive, you know, nothing will ever change. And I, I honestly believe it doesn't matter who's in charge sometimes. If you keep doing the same thing, it's like, if you keep doing the same cycle, it's insanity, right? So stop doing the same cycle. Actually invest in that team on the pitch and stop getting, let, don't let it get to a point how we're at now, where everything that's gone on in the last, you know, decade of Spurs, what we've been building, gone. It's undone. It is undone. Just like that. Just like that. Well, it's not just and, like and that. This is, it's just, and this is it's why. Just with, with no care and attention and to on the pitch. You can balance books all you like. It means nothing. It means nothing. This is why I wanted us to really, really get behind either removing the chairman and owner. And I, and, and I don't buy this, this nonsense of, oh, yeah, but you can't just shout Levy out and you can't just shout Enicat. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. I do it every day. I do what I want. As long as I don't break the law and I'm not rude or offensive to you, I can say it. And it will force a new owner to the table. And then the excuse is always, oh, but be careful what you wish for. Yeah, I don't want an owner like Chelsea or Man City or Leicester or Liverpool, but let's just focus on Mike Ashley. Let's focus on the most negative outcome possible. I I don't want 20 more years of this. When Harry Kane goes without a proper send-off because there's no fans allowed in the stadium, this is going to be one of the saddest transfers this club has ever had. One of the best players to ever grace um, White Hart Lane and wear, and wear a Spurs shirt is going to walk out the door trophyless with nothing more than a few records of goals scored. Honestly, this transfer is going to hurt more than any other transfer. This, 100%. this, is, this has got nothing on Sol Campbell. This is, this, is, this is much, much worse for me. And we've still got fans saying, oh, but look at those idiots at the protest. They're all drunk and wearing clown masks. Piss off. This is oh. the thing, like, this has come at the worst possible timing as well. Like, it probably wouldn't have swayed heads, obviously, if there was more people there, but it probably would have kicked them up the arses. The thing that this has come out now as well, like, the inevitable has pretty much happened because there's people that would rather sit on podcasts and preach about it than not actually do anything about it, and that's what's pissed me off this evening. I mean, we knew that, obviously, Kane going would probably be the thing that would destroy us all, but I swear to God, if there's not people now fuming... Of the fact that they have let Levy and Ennett get away with 
things like this in the past obviously bail going what do we buy with that if Kane goes like we talk about a rebuild but it's going to be the same shit different year with a different player like Kane, we said like, we've gone we've gone back we're going back into Harry it's, Kane. it's actually like it's a carbon copy right but this mm. one hurts probably more than bail because you know he's one of our own and that's that's the thing it's a carbon copy of that eight years ago you know and you look back eight years ago and the mess we were in then mm. you know we didn't none of us particularly liked AVB it was again really boring football and you take Gareth Bale out of it and it was crap same here we've had a shit season you take Harry Kane out of it for the most part the only one bar Son as well take them out it's crap so it's like well again history is just repeating itself and it will keep repeating itself it will but then they're, they are not going to sell this club and I'm this sorry and I don't it, it is not I'm sorry to say I just don't believe they're going to sell this club till they get asking price we know that money is what feeds them they love it and, you know, they valued the club at two billion, whatever it was a few years ago, just like fresh off of a Champions League final. You could probably justify it. Had Champions League football that season as well. What have we got now? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Yes, we might qualify for Europa League or hopefully not that god awful conference thing. Um, you know, saddled with debt. No Harry Kane. So tell me who's coming to buy that at this moment in time. No one. No one. All together after three. Ready? One, two, three. Glory, glory. Oh, Spurs. Good luck. Oh. I'll put on my side. Do you know, it's going to, it's, it's, Holly, do you know what? I'm going to put a positive on this and I'm really positive about Spurs because I, 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 I'm, I'm honest and, and my honesty is the reality of what I see and it's, and it's, and it is a negative because I've said this would happen. I've been saying for two months on my pod, Harry Kane is going. And everyone on my podcast, and everyone that calls him, no, 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 he's going to cost too much. No, no, no one's going to buy him. No, 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 no. He, he's, um, Levy's going to dig his heels. He's going to go. And that's going to happen. It's, it's official. You can't keep him at the club now. You can't keep him at the club now. He's not going to put in the performances. So the positive is this. It's going to get worse because you're not going to replace the amount of goals he scores, which means we aren't, we aren't going to get top six, seven, eight next season. Next season, we're going to come mid-table or just below. You can't replace his goals. It's just not going to happen. So the further we fall, which is sad, I don't want it to happen. I want to make that clear. I, I want us to get trophies and finish top four in Champions League. Of course, I want that. But the worse it gets, the more pressure that will come on the board. And it will become untenable eventually. And that's when they're either going to have to drastically change their behaviour towards the football team or... You, you 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 think those eighteen year old kids being drunk, being dickheads was bad? It will get worse than that on a mass level, and that's where it will end up going tragically and incorrectly. But that's what it's going to take to get rid of these people. It's sad. So that's the only positive mm. is that the worse it gets, the stronger the Enoch out, the stronger the TV out kind of voice becomes. And it shouldn't. Do you know what? It should never have come to this. It should never have ever come to this. And this is one hundred percent. Down, this is down to the board and the way they run the club. It's going to go. It's going to go down the road that it's heading. It's just, it's like I said, and like we've been saying for a long. It's just the inevitable, and the fact that the fact that people are blinded by the fact that they never thought this was coming. Well, it's here now, and now it's too late. And that's the thing. Like you say, try to put a positive spin on it. The, the further we fall, the, the more pressure it puts on the club. And as fans, as wanting the club to do well, like, it's shit. It is shit. But at the end of the day, for things to improve, they need to get bad before they become good again. Yeah. That, that's how life works. It's, it's look, it's, like I've said, it's a cycle. And we can all go back eight years ago when Bale left and we were all absolutely devastated. You know, we signed seven players and... Bar, I'm trying to think, other than Ericsson, we've still got Lamella. Um, but, you know, Bar Ericsson, not one of them was worth anything. So my only hope, and this is a real hope, that with this money that they will get, that they actually invest it properly back into the club. Because they, you don't need to go and buy seven <laughs> players. You don't have to go and buy seven players. I don't care if you buy three. I don't care if you buy three, but buy three with quality and actual pedigree. You know, don't just go to the back end of a French league or the back end of a Spanish league 
and pick up a cheap bargain. This is their time. So if they're going to win anyone back on any type of side, and this is me just playing devil's advocate. It's not me saying I believe this is going to happen. I'm just playing devil's advocate. This is their time to do that. Go and buy, with that money, three world-class players. Not that I can understand why anyone would want to come, but go and try and do that. And don't fob us off. It's not going to happen. I know. I'm just playing. I'm just trying to not be negative. I'm just trying to play a devil's advocate here. They are falling off. Yeah, no, fair play. I shouldn't say no, 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 no. It's I'm just trying happen. to. I'm they, just, they haven't got rid of Hitchin. Hitchin's keeping his job. I know. I, I look. They're not going to get rid of Hitchin, are they? Realistically, not at this point. But they, they should try and learn their lesson from the last time this happened, and don't go and buy pointless shit that you don't need, and go and buy people that will actually benefit and bring something to the team. Because, like you said, without Harry Kane. I mean, you take that out. They, he literally caught, He's literally the only person that scores goals, basically, in our team. So, who? Else, where are the else are the goals coming from? Mm. Nowhere. Abby, they're, they're not going to learn their it's lessons. Just... Look at look at the I short. Mean, I'm not taking. I am taking. That, I'm not taking that. They, they, they needed a quality centre back. I know. I look. I. I we needed a quality centre back. We didn't buy it. They've learned nothing. Harry Kane's needed a decent partner up front for five years. They've tried all the cheap options. Then they went for the yeah. cheapest, a three million pound loan deal. Again, they they have not learned their lessons, and they won't. Mm. Eleven doesn't change its spots. I think I've said that a few times. Actually, I'll keep using that mm. same analogy. They're not going to change. True. They're not footballing people. Their their plan is simple: increased value of company, increase. Do you know where that money's going to go? Half of it will go on players, not the ones we want or what you said. You what you said is correct because it's common sense. We don't do common sense. They're not going to get the players we want. They're going to spend half of it on some couple of players. Maybe they work, maybe they don't. And the rest will go on the debts. The rest will go yeah. towards the stadium. Yeah. But the one thing is, is that no one can... We don't have, we don't have I'm sorry, money. We've lost revenue for two years. You can't begrudge Harry Kane. Only, look, if he goes to Chelsea, yeah, you can feel away yeah. about it. But if he goes to United or City, unfortunately, I just don't think you can begrudge him. I'd rather him go to City, personally. But... You can't begrudge him for one yeah, of He's been so loyal. Overseas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that would have, I mean, we'd have shipped him off to China if we could have, as far away as possible. So don't hear about it. But unfortunately, <laughs> it's going to be here. It's yeah. going to be here. And we're just going to have to stomach it. But hopefully, it's not right on the doorstep. And I don't know. We just can't begrudge him for doing it. And whoever's, going going on Wednesday, whoever's going Wednesday, give him a proper. Send off. Just saying. Do you know what's going to hurt when he breaks the record for the most amount of goals scored in the Premier League and he's not wearing a Spurs kit? That's going to stick. That's, no, that day will I tell, hurt. I tell, that day will I tell you what will hurt when he goes and wins the, wins the league next year. <laughs> that will hurt. That will hurt. It's just, I mean, this comment for me, like that is history repeating itself. Don't get me wrong, but I don't want it to pan out the same way that Kane's gone. We needed to build that team around Kane and it's gone past us so many times and we've just let it slip and now it's come to the, the head. I mean, someone did say about hopefully this is forcing Enic to buck up their ideas and say, look, Kane, hang on a minute, we're, we're investing players in the summer or we'll back you this time. But I don't see it personally. I think... They're probably rubbing their hands at the fact, oh, hang on a minute, he, he wants to go now. We can make a few bucks here. Like, it's just, <laughs> oh, it's so negative. But it, it's Holly, just... do, you, do you know what else, Holly? Mm. We, we, any club now that does business with us in the summer is going to know we've got a wad of cash from the Harry Kane deal. Any any club that we do business, business with this summer has been impacted by COVID-19 and the loss of resources, money, income. So every club we do business with this summer to buy players, they need money, and they know we've got it. We are going to pay above the odds for most of the players we go for if they're quality and well-known. If we go for those below the radar, like Abby called them, the back end of Spain, the back end of Belgian players, yeah, we'll get a good deal. If we go for the good players now, we're going to pay an art. We're going to suffer what happens to Man United. Man United going in for a deal, Maguire's 90 million. If, 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 if Everton went in for Maguire, they would have got him for 55, 60. We're going to suffer from that Man United problem now because they know we've got money. Have to just pay it. We've got we've got too much to do to not 
get on with the job. We need a proper centre back, and I'd probably argue two, but I'll take one. We're going to need a right back. Or obviously, Aurea's going. Yeah, why? True. Why for the life of me, Pochettino wants oh. to link up with him again. I don't know, but each their own. Um, you know, the end on Bele situation is very. Harry doesn't I don't want think him. Be... It's PS two for him. Well, again, that's another great situation he's gotten himself. Sorry, there. I think there's a delay. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, well, if, if if he's if he's gone, if Podge has gone to PSG and you know they're controlling the transfers, a great situation he's put himself back into there. Um, you know, and Don Bella, I think I think he'll, I don't think he'll be going anywhere. This Ryan Mason situation with why he's not playing, I don't know. Very odd to me. Um, I think Harry Winks will go. I think there'll be, I think there'll be a lot of movements out. I really do. Um, which look, it could, it. I'm just trying to be positive here. It could bode well if there's a few movements out. Because we've we needed to do some outwards for a very long time. Sure. I mean, Dad's trying to lighten do, up the do, mood by saying I played Dara up front. <laughs> Probably. Cheers, Dad. <laughs> Sorry, Stella, what are you saying? Do you know what it doesn't even matter? It doesn't matter. I don't know. Do you know that, that Harry Kane sure? no, announcement's thrown me because... No, do, do you know what? Do you know what is, Holly? I, I hate being right. And I've been right about so much when it comes to Tottenham. So goddamn much. And I don't want to be right. And I don't want to come across like an arrogant piece of shit or an egotistical so-and-so. But I've been, I've been saying this these things for so long that all these... I was one of the only people saying, he's gone. He's going. What can, what? Why can't you accept it? And now it's happened. It's like, you know, when, normally when you're right, you're supposed to feel like, yeah, I don't. I feel like shit. Harry Kane leaving is a massive, massive problem for us. Hmm. It's, that's beyond a rebuild. You don't replace players like that. You don't replace no. a Harry Kane. Unless you buy Mbappe. Mm-hmm. We're not going to spend £200 million on one player. So, you know, whatever striker comes in, we'll not, we'll not get the goals we need to keep us in that top six next season, in my opinion. I think we're going to take a massive backwards step. Massive backwards step next season. And if Sun goes as well, game over. You ain't bringing in the I don't. I, I actually. I actually don't think someone will go. I really don't. I don't think he'll go. I, hope I thought. Right. I knew. I knew it would be one of them that went. I knew it would be one of them that went this year. And I think earlier in the season, I actually thought it would be Son, um, just because the whole deal thing went cold. But I. I. I always thought one would go because I think they need. I think they had to. They need the money. And also, if it's Kane, you know, he deserves to go. He deserves to go and win trophies. Let the boy go. Mm. I'm very upset. I wonder what that Spurs supporters trust. I wonder what the meeting between the supporters trust and the <laughs> is like tomorrow now. <laughs> yeah, I reckon it'll be, it'll be very aggressive. I reckon at this point. <laughs> wow. Can I tell I you mean, one thing that the club have done? That's a disgrace. They're, they're not allowing any minutes of the meeting to be taken. That's an app. Can I say that breaks corporate governance laws, auditing rules? Really? Yeah, we were talking about it on our on the pod uh, Bobsco TV earlier. If they if that wow. actually happened, which is what was said, they should not they should not go into that meeting. If Spurs supporters trust going to that meeting, knowing there's no minutes to the meeting, then, yeah. then they need to they need they need to resign themselves because they're walking if, into yeah, they should they're, they're walking into a trap, and they know it. They shouldn't they, go. They're, they they're, shouldn't not, go they're not that. stupid. No. Yeah. They should they shouldn't. If that's if that's the case, then they shouldn't be going into that meeting because you know it's going to be our word against theirs kind of thing, and it's just it's just not going to bode well. They should just don't go. Not worth it. No. Fucking. I mean, there's no point in talking about the bloody Wolves game now, is there? I'm so deflated. <laughs> What's the bloody point? Um, I mean, that was a nothing game as well. But this Kane thing's properly thrown me. And I mean, like YG saying here, I mean, we're just, we're even a banter club, even though we're not even playing again. Like, mm-hmm. the 89th player to win a trophy after leaving us. I just bloody says it all. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't even know what else to fucking talk about, to be honest. Um what can we talk about? We can do what we can. We, no like, we can do walls. We can do walls. Walls will lift the mood slightly. Yeah, it was a good result. We played well, <laughs> guys. Uh, listen, I love you both. I've got to go. Though. I was meant to <laughs> oh, be yes. on until half seven. It's quarter two, eight now. <laughs> Holly on. and I will. Uh, Holly and I will wrap it up. Then. Yeah, What's yeah. Wolves? Let 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 the ladies finish it off. Then. <laughs> 
Guys, thank take you, care. Steph. Cheers for joining us. Make sure, Bye. make sure you talk, um, uh, make sure you uh, check out Tottenham Away as well. They do some class stuff over on their channel. I'll put a link in the description at the bottom after the show. Um, yeah, but thank yeah. you again, Stel, for joining us. If, if I don't shut the channel down by the end of the week, yeah, have, have a look. <laughs> <laughs> take care. Bye. See you later. Um, yeah, that's proper throwing me. I feel not gonna lie. I know. Um, I can tell. I so, can tell. Look, it's, it's shit news. It's really shit. <laughs> it really is. It really is, man. But like we've all said, we all saw it coming. It's just when it actually hits you and it's reality, you're mm. like, oh, <laughs> what do I do now? Yeah, um, but yeah. Like, the Wolves game, obviously. Obviously, with the Wolves game, where where do we begin? Um, <laughs> on a positive, I actually thought Deli Ali played very well. Oh. Are we back? Am I back? I've got a bit glitchy. Um, Are you back? Hello. I don't think Holly can hear us. Mm -hmm. can, you hear, can you hear me? <laughs> what is going on with my internet? Are we back? I can hear you. What is going on? I think I'm back. Am I back? I can hear you. Am I back? Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, I kicked oh, out of the internet. Hang on. <laughs> right, go. I can. Can you hear? Can you hear me now? Oh dear. Oh, let me turn you get off. Hello. Hello. Right, we're back. We're back. Deli Ali, Hello. good game. Hello, hi. Yeah, I thought he had a great game. I thought he uh, <laughs> looked. I thought he looked more alive than I've seen him look in ages. I thought he looked a bit like the old Delhi. Um, I thought it was great. I really. He was actually the highlight of my of my day. I was happy to see sparks of him back again. Potentially, another one will probably move on in the summer. I feel, um, but I was happy to see him have a little bit of a resurgence. I, I like that. I'd like to see him have a little comeback. I mean, yeah, he. I don't know, like you said, whether he will be here in the summer. Obviously, Kane leaving and things. But like I said, it's a burst of energy. He looks like the old Delhi of old, basically. But like I said, I don't know whether it's too little, too late. But who knows? At the end of the day, I, I don't know what's what. But like you said, I mean, that's another thing I kind of want to touch on because obviously, La Celso, The argument of La Celso at the moment. I don't really know where I sit with him, to be honest. I mean, we paid all that money and I, I haven't seen enough of him. Uh, and the fact that you mentioned Deli Ali, we're seeing probably more out of Delhi, even though he's played hardly any of the season, than we have mm. out of La Celso. So, for you, do you think maybe Delhi's going to overtake La Celso in that kind of sense that La Celso will probably fiddle out? Or could you even see La Celso maybe moving in the summer? No, I don't think La Celso will go. Uh, I think Delhi might go. I think I could mm. see that definitely happening. Um, La Celso for me is an odd one because I think that when he got brought in, I, I feel that we thought he was going to come in to replace Ericsson. Now, for me, he doesn't play where he doesn't play how Ericsson plays. I think he's better yeah. and he prefers to play deeper. And I think that's where, not that we've read it wrong, but maybe that's it wasn't a like for like, which is what we thought it was going to be. I think he's a good, I think he's a good player. He can play, that's for sure. It's just I think he's very inconsistent. And I think that where he's been injured and dipped in and out, you know, a lot, I think that that's where we've seen, you know, you can't always find form. You know, you, it's not always possible. But I think he's definitely got potential. But I think that when you just watch us at the minute, and actually Wolves was the first game I actually kind of, I'd, you know, I'd actually enjoyed watching us in quite a long time. Um, but I think that when you look at how inconsistent we have been and how just, just, lacklustre and just you know drab this whole season has basically been I think it's difficult to just call one person out and be like oh like you know he's a bit shit should he be there I think that I think it goes for literally every single person in that side bar Kane bar Son even though I don't think Son's been that great for the last couple of months um you'd probably say keep Hoybier as well Region again hasn't been great but you see a potential and Ndombele, that's probably the only the five people I keep. I'd probably get rid of the whole squad. Mm. I don't think any, I don't think anyone. <laughs> I just think that the rest of them have been there long enough for me to to see what they contribute. You know, and I don't exactly. feel like any. I don't feel like any of them contribute anything positive. 
particularly. Yes, we can talk about it. I'm going to get people say, what about Hugo? Okay, all right, Hugo. Yeah, I don't really care if he stays or if he goes. I think that getting a keeper is very difficult. So I don't think that, I don't think we'll be getting a new keeper this summer if we're going to try and bring in, it really, I think it really depends how many outgoings we have. But I don't, I don't think that, I don't think he'll go actually. I don't. But I think there needs to be a lot of yeah. outgoings, a lot. I think we have a lot of Deadwood and it, Unfortunately, that a lot of Deadwood that Pochettino got rid of and really wanted to keep on top of getting rid of with, you know, selling people on and being proactive, as I said earlier, we've got into the same cycle where look at all the Deadwood built up and again, managerless. And here we are. All roads, like lead, said, back. All roads lead back oh, to the same depression. It's just so... It's just so it is. It's just it's just depressing. Um, but I think the one positive I kind of want to highlight was Hoiberg. Now I've been waiting for a Hoiberg goal for so bloody long, and the one mm. time he scores, I'm playing football myself. So I just don't think <laughs> I should watch Tottenham. I mean, they do better when I don't watch anyway. Um, but obviously with Hoiberg, now I know we spoke about Hoiberg before, and the fact that he's obviously had his spine broken by the fact trying to carry that defence. And <laughs> lots of people said his passes aren't great, but he does block the ball and this, that and the other. Now, for me, I think Hoiberg has been an utter warrior. And there was a, I think it was a stat out earlier, the fact that he's um, won the most tackles in a debut season at a club in the Premier League. So for mm. me, that just kind of speaks volumes. Now, going off of that, people say that he can't necessarily pass the ball to the right people at the right time, that kind of sense. So with that being said, there's been obviously calls. We all want a new centre back or two centre backs. But I, I also know, I know this, I know we want a rebuild. But I also think the most important thing is maybe to find someone to play next to Hoiberg. Now, there's obviously mentioned about Skip. Now, I don't know whether those two would be better as a rotation or could you actually see them maybe playing together? Now, that would obviously maybe fix our mm. kind of rebuild in the centre. What, what's your kind of take on that kind of stance? I'm really excited for Oliver Skip to come back because, I mean, look, I'll be honest, I haven't watched that much championship football, but from everything I've read, everything I've seen, the Norwich fans have completely raved about him. Um, and I'm really excited for him to come back. I love it when it's one of our own. So I don't think that, you know, I think that it can only be positive for us that he is coming back. Um, mm -hmm. Potentially, like you said, even in a rotation or in a partnership, it's an option. Um, I assume Ndombele will stay and I think Ndombele is very talented. I much prefer seeing him play further forward. I think that when he plays just behind, he can pick a pass. We've seen it loads of times. He can thread a ball through. Um, he's got great feet. Um, so for me, I'd be happy to see him further forward doing that job for whoever is in front of him come next season, whoever that'll be. Um, and <laughs> yeah, so I like, I think it'll be great having Skip back. I really am excited, and I think that I, I I've enjoyed Hoybier coming. I was really underwhelmed by his signing. I didn't really think anything of it. But actually, I like people that have character, and you can see they leave it all on the pitch. And I don't think there's enough of those type of players at Spurs, in honesty. So for me, he's been very refreshing, and I've I wouldn't actually give him much criticism in terms of passing the ball. There's plenty of people on that pitch that also <laughs> can't pass the ball. Um, so I'm not just going to single him out um, on that. But yeah, back to what you said, Oliver Skip, can't wait to see what that's about and see how he's uh, grown up. He's, like, he's proper like beefed up. Go. He's proper beefed up as well. He looks like a real player. Yeah, it's very easy to something. Yeah, yeah, he has. And that's the thing, like, I know I know this this pod has kind of been overshadowed by Kane leaving, but we do have a lot of players that are potentially coming back from loan. And like you said, I think Ryan Sesson has beefed up and Although we have Regulon there anyway, I don't know. I feel like that side will become stronger. It's just the other side we need to fix. But um, nevertheless, like you said, I mean, it was a whim. It's been overshadowed by a lot of things, obviously, what's happened tonight as well. But one other person I kind of want to talk about is, is Rodon. Uh, where is he? <laughs> this is the question for playing hide and seek. Like, what is going on, Abby? What, what's your kind of take? Do you th I've got no idea because I find it bizarre that any manager that has come in, okay, Ryan Mason, whatever, is still picking Eric Dyer. I find it absolutely outrageous, okay, that poor Davinson Sanchez, for all his, for you know, all his failures, that Eric Dyer is still getting picked in that team. Neither should be anywhere near it, in my opinion, okay. And I, I have no issue with Joe Roden when he's when he has played. I don't think he's been that bad. So for me, the fact that he's still not playing, he's like literally not even in the squad. I don't know what has gone on there. It's weird. 
I don't get I mean, why why I don't get why Mason's doing it. Maybe because he's mates with Dyer. I don't know, but it's weird. The whole thing's weird to me. But like I said earlier, dropping a Dombele, I find that weird too. Like, why is he not playing? Why? See, that's the thing. Maybe I want to put like a, a kind of like a, a plot twist on it. Do you think maybe Rodan's not playing because they know that he's going to be there next season? Like, is it the same with Ndombele? What, just like, like putting people in the shop window kind of thing? Yeah. Do you, do you think maybe that's what the last couple of games are for? Maybe. I mean, like, you could probably see Daniel Levy saying that to Mason, like, you've got to pick this one, that one, because he did it with Pochettino and he did it with Jose. So, yeah, you could probably see that. And he's probably thinking, yeah, when it comes to Dyer. But, I mean, Dyer's had the whole season to be in that window. So, you know, when I see him being when I saw the, when, I, when I saw that link and it was like, oh, Jose wants to take him to Roma. I was like, oh, please, please take him to Roma. Please. Yes. Please, I beg you. And he'll probably, do you know what the best thing? He'll probably go to Roma and he'll probably be unbelievable at Roma. But it's just, I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe it is putting people in the shop window. You know, obviously, Delhi getting more game time and stuff like that. Um, it's, there's every possibility that is what they're doing because I just find it really weird that he's nowhere near the squad at all. And same with Ndombele. Um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's weird. I've tried not to think about it too much, to be fair. Um, as a, yeah, I've just I've just had a really nice few weeks, like not being involved in any of it. So I've been a lot less um, agitated. <laughs> I need to take a leaf out of your book, to be honest. I've been nothing I but it. on the edge and full of rage. <laughs> I, need, I needed it. That's why I did it. <laughs> I think I might join you. I mean, Tony, I like the faith. Gets in. I'm all for it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I just really don't know. But it's, it's again, why put these players in the shot window for the last couple of games? If you were proactive, you could have shipped Delhi out on loan in January for the shot window. Like, same thing. I'm just getting bored with my words now. But, like I said, thanks again, Abby, for joining us. Sorry it was a bit um, all over the place with the news of Harry Kane. But okay. um, thank you again for joining me. Where can everybody kind of find you, that sort of thing? Well, you can find me on Twitter um, at Abby underscore Summers and on Instagram at Abby Summers. Um, look, I am still on Twitter. I'm just not really engaging at this moment in time. I've, I took an early summer. I've taken an early summer leave. So, <laughs> um, but I'm still there. I'll be back for the Euros. That'll be fun. I like it. I think it'd be less toxic, although there'd be some yeah. waistcoat memes, I feel. But regardless, oh, sure. I'll, live, I'll live for them. <laughs> as long as those waistcoats don't end up in the spare shop, I'm all for it. So are you? Um, <laughs> will you be there Wednesday then at the protests? Wednesday? I wish I could, right? Um, now it's going to sound like I'm being hypocritical, <laughs> but it's at six o'clock, isn't it? And I don't finish work till half three. Um, so for me, to, it's going to be a no, like, it'd be no point me getting there. It'd be over by the time I get there. So mm. I would love to be there 100%. I just I physically can't do it. The joys of being a, an assistant teacher, eh? The um, joys, the joys. <laughs> but I want to say thanks to, obviously, everyone in the comments as well. Big up to everyone for, for tuning in. Like I said, I think we're all trying to uh, not be depressed at the same time, but just try and get ourselves through, obviously, the news of Harry Kane. But um, thanks again, everyone. And until next time, come on, you Spurs. 